plenty of great stories coming your way in this weekend's editions of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Hi, this is Rusty Turner, and I'm the editor of the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and this is the new installment of our Know the News podcast. So, what can you expect in this weekend's edition? I think we have something for just about everyone. First, there's a story about the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art in Bentonville. Did you know it's about to celebrate its 10-year anniversary? Our reporter, Mary Jordan, will tell us what we can expect from the world-class art museum in the next 10 years. Also, now is the time of year when politicians interested in running for a seat in the state legislature are usually raising money and making plans to announce their candidacies. However, with the delay in reporting of U.S. Census Bureau numbers, the state House and Senate districts have yet to be drawn. Doug Thompson looks into how local candidates are making plans when they don't even know what office they may be running for. Lots of medical news in recent weeks, including a story uh, coming this weekend of how the University of Arkansas Medical Sciences campus in Northwest Arkansas is about to add 92 residencies over the next 10 years. Voters in Cave Springs, Johnson, and two rural Washington County fire districts will go to the polls next week to vote on a varied list of issues. Find out the details from our story this weekend from Erica Wilson. Owen Dyer. A student at Bentonville West High School will compete in the new teen division of American Ninja Warrior, the televised obstacle course competition. So check out our story this weekend about Owen. Fort Smith residents, vexed by road conditions in town, often wonder where the city's road repair budget is going. Well, our reporter Max Bryan will explain that many of the main thoroughfares in Fort Smith are actually state highways, meaning that repairs have to be coordinated with the state highway department, often slowing things down. And Chip Souza, our sports editor, has a great story coming this weekend about the explosion of pickleball, a tennis-like game that's booming in popularity in the region right now. Chip's here with us, and he's going to talk with us about it a little bit. Hi, Chip. Hey, Rusty. Hey, uh, we've got a couple of uh, pickleball experts as guests. Can you introduce them for us? We do. We have Kate Williams. She is an ambassador for USA Pickleball. And we have Mike LeMaster. He is a pickleball player from, Mike, you said you live just outside of Fayetteville, somewhere between Fayetteville and Elkins, somewhere in that area. That's correct. So glad to have you guys with us today to talk some pickleball. So I'm Thank you. Always happy to do that. Uh, yeah. So uh, for those of us who may not know, can someone explain to us exactly what pickleball is and where in the world did it come from? Well, um, the easiest way, or the quickest way to describe to most people is that it's sort of like miniature tennis because you do hit it over a net with a paddle, not a racket because it doesn't have strings. It's a wiffle ball and the court is the size of a badminton court. Uh, it's generally played in doubles, although the really um, ambitious people play singles. <laughs> it's yeah, still yeah, a lot of court to cover, yeah, but it's, it uh, it's uh, 20 yeah. feet wide. Yeah. So it's an all-ages game, and um, yeah, it started in Bainbridge Island, Washington in 1965. And uh, I understand from Chip's story that's running this weekend in, in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette that the popularity of the game here in the region is, is really taken off. Is that correct? Finally. Yes, yeah. finally. I've been an ambassador for four years, and um, our primary objective as ambassadors, and there are several thousand of us around the country, is to promote the sport of pickleball, which generally means working with cities, uh, recreation facilities, wherever we can get people to put in some courts. 
um, and encouraging people who are hesitant to put quartz, and then they discover, yeah, they should have put in more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but do you do you want to address what's happening in Washington County, Mike? Yes, uh, <clears throat> thank you, Kate. Uh, there is a there is literally a groundswell of pickleball players in and around the city of Fayetteville in Washington County. Uh, a tsunami, if you will, of folks awaiting uh, designated pickleball courts to be built. And right now we're all having to travel to Springdale and Rogers and Lowell because they all have pickleball courts. And uh, I think we'll get to touch on this subject later, but the first designated custom-built pickleball courts not going to be on city parkland. It's going to be at JJ's Live, which is a um, musical venue and uh, uh, restaurant out towards the mall. They're they're constructing as we speak four designated pickleball courts. They will have a roof over them, but that'll be a pay-as-you-play, uh, similar to a, a company called Chicken and Pickle. But at least we'll have four courts designated to play pickleball instead of trying to uh, find these outlaw sites around town uh, <laughs> and, on and on tennis courts that we have to, we have to have our little uh, eight year old uh, box of, of chalk to draw our own line and uh, to draw the tennis nets down to 34 inches instead of the 36 inch tennis heights of the center of the net. So it's, it's very cumbersome to play pickleball right now in Washington County because, or at least in Pitt uh, because we have no designated facilities. So, yeah, things are better up here in, in Benton County. We have sites to play in Rogers and Bella Vista and Bentonville and Lowell, um, but not a lot of those are free and open to the public site. So, so as Rusty alluded to, I will have a story in Sunday's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette about the rise of pickleball. Um, and kind of what drew my attention to it, Kate, was I, I teach fitness classes at a gym uh, or the, the community center in Bentonville. And when I would go to mm -hmm. teach my classes, I would see these people in the gym, you know, smacking this ball around. And I didn't really know what it was. <laughs> I never, I didn't know what pickleball was. But at the time, this is at the last, you know, May when COVID was, you know, just really coming in and, and uh, uh -huh. you know, places were limited. And so I couldn't go in the gym and watch, but I could stand outside the glass door and watch. And um, I tell people, so I'm, I'm a novice and Mike, Rusty Mike has helped me a lot with my pickleball game and, okay. and a few short, a little short time. But anyway, uh, I was awful at tennis. I mean, just couldn't play it at all. Not, not good at it. But I would watch these people play, and I thought, well, that looks like fun. I think I could do that. And so kind of one thing led to another, and it's kind of led me to meet a whole lot of different people, Mike included, and a lot of different players, and um, finding out all the different venues. But, Rusty, you had mentioned a while ago that maybe when pickleball was started, it was a game for, you know, quote, unquote, us old people. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm an old people, so yeah, it could yeah. be for us old people. Yeah. Um, but, but but hey, that's not uh, that's not the case anymore. It seems like, uh, and I don't know if it's fueled by COVID or what fueled it, but now you're seeing a lot of younger people flocking to this game. Yeah, well, I have to correct that misconception about it being uh, begun as a game for old people because the three guys who started the game were just trying to figure out what they could come up with to entertain their children while they were at their summer place okay. on Bainbridge Island. And so they pulled random bits of equipment out of the garage and created a game of pickleball uh, on an old court that they had behind their house. So it was actually designed in the beginning to keep the kids entertained and to be a multi-generational game. And it's a life sport, so, too. It's like tennis and golf. And it's, it's a, a life, life sport. sport. We, have, we, have, we have tournaments now. Um, well, first of all, be like so pickleball is 
a reference to that thrown together leftover non-starters in the pickle boat of crew racing. Okay. So that is where pickleball came from. There's a story out there that it was named after their dog. Yeah. The dog came later <laughs> and the dog was named Pickle. Okay. So there we go. Okay. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it started out, you know, Tanner and the kids and then the people would come visit and they'd play and they'd go, this is fun. And they finally came up with a name for it. Um, and then the people would come visit and they would spread it. You know, I hate to say like a vaccine, but then, <laughs> you know, they were the epicenter was Bainbridge Island and then they would leave and they would go to their homes and try to recreate this game. So eventually rules evolved and that kind of thing. So, but the growth last year was up over 20%, Yeah. even with COVID because, uh, you know, you're still relatively distance on a court and um, it was something that people could do, but it's very multi-generational. One of the top teams in the country is a 14 year old and her mother. And they're gold women, uh, gold medal winners in women's pro competitions, and they've been doing that since she was 12. So, well, generations can play together. That's one of the things I really love about the game. And I know Mike, his his uh, son and daughter-in-law play, and his grandchildren aren't old enough yet. But yeah, that's uh, that's funny you mention that because my oldest son, uh, Jordan, and his wife Margot are the ones that inter- introduced me to pickleball. And because they were they were introduced to it uh, vacationing in Florida. They kept coming back and telling me, Dad, you got to learn this game. I said, I don't know. It sounds kind of silly to me. But he said he finally <laughs> got a tennis court. and We marked off a, a pickleball court. I played one game and I was hooked. Yeah, and that's the way it goes. If you, if you can walk and chew gum at the same time, you can learn to play pickleball. Which gave me problems because I can barely do that. So, <laughs> so one uh, one thing that I that I picked up in this story that I'm writing for in Sunday's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette is I talked to a very nice lady named Susan Rich and she mentioned that pickleball is a travel game. So when you go on vacation to Florida or wherever you go, pickleball players pack their paddle with them and they there's phone apps that you can get places to play. And you just plug in what state you're going to, and all of a sudden it pops up on these places where you can drop in, which pickleball is a great drop-in sport. You can go by yourself and yeah. just kind of stand there and say, hey, you know, I'd like to play next if I can get a court. And one thing that kind of threw me off, Kate, when I first started was I played a lot of pickup basketball games. And, and pickup basketball, if you win the game, you keep the court. Well, pickleball, it's not uh-huh. that way. When your game ends at 11 points, mm-hmm. then you just kind of hold your racket up and say, or paddle up and say, okay, court's open, and then, yeah. You know, more people than somebody in. else. Yeah. 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 You know, and that there's not, there's not a, like a, a rule about that. It can really depend on the local court that you're playing at. It's, it's, um, it, some people do the winner holds the court, but not for more than two games or everybody's out at 11. So it kind of depends on where you play. It's right. sort of like the, the story about which side serves first. Is there a rule about it? No, there's not. Um, some people say, well, whichever, court which end of the court is closest to the northwest because that's where it started (laughs) wow (laughs) so uh yes but that's not really a rule either it's just like then you don't have to decide who's serving basically (laughs) now kate kate something else i've picked up on too is that uh this is a relatively inexpensive sport Mm -hmm. um now you can you can you can get in it for as low entry level as you know 20 30 40 bucks you know for paddles if you want to of course then you can go you know much higher than that if you want to but what i'm Uh seeing and hearing about is a lot of people are buying their own net because the nets are usually portable and they can buy a net for you know a couple hundred bucks and if you have a neighborhood you know, everybody pitches in 10 bucks or whatever, and you're starting to see pickleball courts pop up in cul-de-sacs. They just get out there on the yeah. road, mark off their court, 
put up their portable net and off we go. Cul-de-sac, driveway. Yes. Well, like I said, the original one started on an old court that was poured in the backyard. And actually, there was a tree really close to the back line. So when you served from that spot, you were allowed to stand inside the line because <laughs> the tree was in the way. Gotcha. So, um, yeah. So, it, yeah, I mean, it started in the backyard. And, um, yeah, people were playing in the streets in the cul-de-sacs. Yeah. And like Mike said, you know, going to tennis courts and using chalk to mark off the lines because yeah. there aren't any painted ones somewhere. Yeah. So we it... do have some outdoor painted ones in Rogers at the Northwest Park. Um, the city allowed us to paint lines. We, we paid for it. We found the guy. But we do have eight outdoor courts that we have painted at Northwest Park in Rogers. So, um, And those are free and open, but you're talking about nets, and you'd have to bring your own for that. So. I see. Jim, and, let me I've, interject here. Uh, when when uh, municipalities have tennis courts, if 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 uh, pickleball courts are installed correctly and laid out correctly, you can actually fit four pickleball courts on one tennis court. Wow! And use wow. the use the tennis net as the divider, divider. and the, the and to keep the ball from rolling past or out of the out of the courts. But you're actually yeah you have room for two courts. Uh, I believe that's right, isn't it, Kate? Yeah, depending on how much distance you have between the tennis courts, because you want to allow some perimeter space around pickleball. Like most games, like uh, you know, it doesn't stay. The ball doesn't stay inside the line, so you need perimeter space for all the courts. But if the spacing is wide enough on tennis, yes, indeed, you can put four pickleball courts per tennis court. But you do have to have your own nets, uh, portable nets that you can put up. But that it is possible. That's to give you an, an idea of, of scale there: pickleball courts versus uh, tennis a tennis court. And, and does, yeah. it, does it need to be played on a hard surface so the ball can bounce, or can you play it on grass? Yeah, uh, it needs to be on a smooth, hard surface. Okay. Right. Grass is not an ideal. Yeah. You, have you been watching Wimbledon? Yeah, yes. <laughs> They're playing on grass right now? Yeah, well, um, you know, by the end of Wimbledon, there's not much grass left, but I know yeah. what you mean. So That's true. we got a lot of bare spots That's at this right. point. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, pickleball is generally played preferably on a tennis type of surface. Right. Um, indoor or outdoor, that is a preferred surface. I know there are some facilities here in town, such as Springdale and Rogers, where the surface is a, a hardwood floor. Mm -hmm. You know, that works. Um, there's some sport courts, which are not ideal, uh, but they do work. Mm -hmm. You know, you find dead spots yeah. in that. And um, anyway, but to address the growth of the sport, the Rogers Activity Center is having a lure to play pickleball. Yep series of classes uh starting this saturday for four weeks kate and i think jeff we hedges have eight, eight jeff courts available and yeah. we have 64 people signed up but Je all the slots are filled i think jeff so. hedges is uh, kind of running that isn't he kate uh, Je yeah jeff jeff is yeah he's one of my fellow ambassadors yes. Catherine hotchkiss adrian comp and we're officially ambassadors Mike hasn't done his paperwork, but I consider him an ambassador. There you go. Too. There you go. <laughs> now, one, one thing that my story will also have in it uh, this Sunday, and this is a thing that will evolve over time, but I've got a, a list of, of places where you can play um, from Fort Smith mm -hmm. all the way up to here. And so just mm -hmm. some, of the, some of the places I wanted to mention, uh, Bella Vista, of course, is for POA uh, members and guests. They've just opened four brand-new courts in Branchwood, beautiful facility up there. Mm -hmm. uh, Rogers is constructing eight pickleball only dedicated pickleball courts at its new Mount Hebron Park that they're building on the Rusty would that be the 
That'd be the west side. West side of yeah. town. So yeah, there you go. I, I, could, I could never, yeah. I could never yeah. serve northwest or whatever because I'm directly challenged. But yeah. anyway, so that's nice. Um, and so you're seeing more of those. I even had uh, on, on a Facebook post I saw where Danville, tiny little Danville of 2,000 people, just opened an unbelievable six. I think it's six. It might be eight uh, dedicated pickleball courts because, Kate, I think you mentioned this. The mayor or someone related to the mayor is a pickleball fanatic. So they got those courts built. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they got the mayor's wife on the court. There you go. She got the mayor on the court, and they have beautiful, dreaded yes. courts. Yes. Absolutely. That's yeah. what it takes. That's yes. why we need to get, like, you know, Rusty on the court. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, hey, I'm ready. And, to and other people like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm ready to sign up. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So. And then, Kate, another aspect well, of my story, too, that I wanted to mention about this is that pickleball, like other, you know, sports like this, is a social sport. So you meet a lot of different people when you're out playing. And, uh, Rusty, if you remember Colby Suggs, the pitcher for Arkansas mm -hmm. who was drafted a few years back, yeah. his mother-in-law, Laura, is a phenomenal player. She comes and plays with us. And Mike can tell you, Mike's taken more than a few shots from her across the <laughs> net. He's playing at Springdale. She is a heck of a player. Um, and so, you know, you get to meet, you know, just different people like that playing this game because, you know, it's kind of a close proximity. But it's just such a big, thriving community. Yeah, we have a young player in his 30s who uh, played professional baseball, and, and his business now is, you know, coaching young players. And um, so he has a flexible schedule. And he has, you know, with his athletic ability, is, a, is another young rising player here who's a great pickleball player. So, right. um, and we have a, a, a gentleman who used to be an ambassador who plays with his grandson, who's I think 14 now, um, and he's become a great player. So. I think you mentioned earlier, the junior section of the sport is really growing. And they're actually also adding um, pickleball to the AAU Junior Olympic Games. Okay. And that will be happening um, in Houston the first weekend of August. They're going to be, um, you know, pickleball is now joining that as well. So, of course, eventually the goal is to make an Olympic sport. Um, I mean, right now we have it in, I think, I don't know, 30 countries at least. Maybe it's more than that. Well, I'm ready to see pickleball on Japan, England. I'm ready to see yeah. pickleball on ESPN instead of cornhole. I'm tired of watching yeah. cornhole. I want to see pickleball play. Oh, yeah. seriously! I watch yeah. cornhole. I think I'm really glad we have because I you know there are two get, professional. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I would never get in shape uh, pitching a pitching a uh, bag bean bag yeah. at, a, at a piece of plastic. <laughs> uh, pickleball is the consummate inexpensive exercise. Because it's fun, it, it, I get cardio exercise, and it fulfills that no matter how old you are. And, you know, Chip, I've told you before, I, my age is 70, I'm 74 years old. It fulfills that competitive craving that stays with anyone who ever competed in sports. It does. And pickleball gives you that outlet, and it's the ideal sport for all ages, but particularly for us seniors who slowed down a step or two, maybe have a touch of arthritis or joint issues, playing three to five times a week like I do has really increased my physical stamina, kept my blood pressure in check, and I, I unabashedly uh, admit that I've lost over 20 pounds in the four years that I've been playing pickleball. So what better uh, resume can you can you offer for people over 50? That's right. Yeah. So There are many instances of people like Mike getting off medication when they start playing pickleball on a regular basis. So for okay. someone like me who's who's interested in getting started, what's uh, tell you know, what what do I need to do? What kind of equipment do I need? Where can I go to find out information about where to get a game? Uh, give me t tell me what I would need to do if I'm I'm somebody who's interested in getting started. 
Well, you could start at the Northwest Arkansas Pickleball Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, people post games that are coming up there. There are several groups, one for Bentonville, one for Rogers, one for Bella Vista that post, I'm showing up at this court at this time, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you send me a message um, through Facebook or through the Facebook page, I can find out where you live in the area and try to connect you to a group and, you know, find a schedule for you. Um, there's also an app called Places to Play, which I think you're addressing at your story, Chip, yep, right? I am. The Places right. to Play, yeah. Um, and there are contact names and numbers for people to call at different places, actually all around the state of Arkansas. So somebody mentioned traveling. And, yeah, there are people that choose their destinations based on whether or not there's pickleball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, look for places like what my, my our focus now is kind of shifting to, okay, we're getting some places to play. What we really need to get in place is more programming mm-hmm. because there's not, not a lot of teaching going on right now. Um, you know, we're doing this thing at the rack and uh, then we're having a, a grand opening at Osage Park. You know, they're open. They have a variety of things opening in that new park in Bentonville. I happen to be in charge of the, the pickleball portion of that. I and mean, we will have people there all day. With extra paddles, so you don't need to invest in a paddle right away. Usually, if you show up at a court, somebody will have an extra paddle for you to try. So um, you can go invest in one if you'd like, but you might want to try a few before you do that. Um, mm-hmm. So, But you can just show up, Rusty, and people yeah. will say, hey, we'll teach you how to play. I mean, yeah, it doesn't I'm... require lessons, although you can be a better player if you yeah. use lessons. There are lots of uh, video mm-hmm. um, hints out there, lots of videos from different pros um, about how to improve your game. So. Kate, I, I was going to go in a second what you just said and in, invite Rusty to come to uh, Springdale Parks and Rec, their new center over mm-hmm. by uh, next to Cross Church and, uh, and uh, Shallow Christian High yep. School. Mm-hmm. It's where we play uh, almost every morning between 9 and uh, noon. A group group of us, some from, from Benton County, but uh, most of us from Fayetteville, that drive up there and just walk in and walk up to the nearest friendly face, which you'll find a lot. And just admit, say, or just say right off the bat, I'm new to pickleball. I want to learn it. And I guarantee it's the most inviting group of people you'll ever see because yeah. we were all new players at one time. Yeah. He's, he's correct. Right. And you can stand there and watch, and that friendly face could explain to you what the game's supposed to look like. So then you have some idea what you're doing when they put that paddle in your hand. <laughs> it's kind of good to see it before you step out. There. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, wow, this is uh, that's th- this has really been fun, and I uh, I've enjoyed hearing hearing the stories about pickleball, and uh, it sounds like something that anybody can do and 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 have a good time doing it, and uh, regardless of your skill level or or, or experience. There that's even cool. is parapet para pickleball with people playing in wheelchairs. Yeah. So, yeah, when you say anybody can do it, that's pretty much true. Well, I want to thank you. Uh, I want to thank you, Kate and Mike, for joining us and talking a little bit about pickleball. I hope some of our listeners have gotten uh, gotten the bug and are going to give it a try. Uh, Chip, thanks for bringing us the story yeah. and, and and arranging things with Mike and Kate for our podcast today. Um, you can find uh, Chip's story this Sunday in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. That and a lot more stories uh, in our weekend editions. If you're a subscriber. Uh, you can access all that content at our website at nwaonline.com or on our smartphone and tablet replica apps. If you're not a subscriber, you can get in the game by clicking on the subscribe button on our website or call us at 479-684-5509. I'm Rusty Turner. This has been the Know the, New po- Know the News podcast for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Thanks. Thanks.